this multiverse of discovery and danger, comrades from far and wide will unite for a new call to adventure. One Shots D&D Character Podcast, created by William Nunn. theme music the theme music has been cued <laughs> and as it cues it just bobs and it bobs and it bobs and i actually found that uh theme music on pond5.com which i'm not sponsoring them at all i'm just gonna say that for anyone who has listened to this show long enough or has heard the other stuff i've done that's usually my go-to website to find music and sometimes ambience, though I could find ambience in lots of different places, especially YouTube. YouTube has so many good ambient noises. But uh, since I am talking about ambience, also, hello. Hello, everybody. Welcome to One Shot's D&D Character Podcast. My name is William, and uh, I'm also the voice of Odysseus Claw, and I am the host of the show. And thank you so much for all being here, as well as my friend Katie, who is here for her first episode in One Shot's. Hello. Hello. Thanks for having me. Of course, of course. How how are you doing this this evening? Oh, I'm doing quite well. It is a beautiful day here in Southern California, and if I can't be outside, I'd much rather be here with you. Fair enough, and I appreciate you being here. And um so if you were to go to uh let's see. Um there there is a if you go on YouTube and find the uh find a channel called Michael Jelfi G-H-E-L-F-I. Um, hmm. That is not only who does all the ambience uh, that I have used. Um, I, I went through a whole deep dive to make sure it was okay to use his stuff and blah, 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 and all that. But then I also, of course, purchase it on Bandcamp. But uh, he also has a Patreon. So if for those of you out there who have really enjoyed the show so far, I would recommend checking out his YouTube channel and his Patreon because it's it's a lot of great stuff. And there's two more D&D ambience albums I need to buy, which I will probably do this weekend. So very, if you've liked the ambience so far, you 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 know where it comes from, and I I post links for it in every single episode to make sure that that gets its bump, its notice, whatever. So just shout out to Michael. He's probably not hearing this. If he is, hello, thank you for the awesome stuff. And now I'm going to continue the show like I normally would. So, <laughs> Odysseus Claw. Now that is who I play as. And throughout the show, he interacts with multiple characters uh, that are actually uh, D&D characters that are made by my guests. That is usually the case, and this will be the case here today as well. So, uh, just to give anyone who's new a brief recap on who Odysseus Claw is. He is a dragonborn bard, the love child of a dragon and a Tyrannosaurus Rex, who unfortunately uh, lost his entire Bahamut theater clan via uh, the Dark Unicorns. They have a very bad taste in music, though there, there is an episode that will come up later that might explain a little bit as to why they might have also done that too. So it just... I, it's, it's not out yet as of the time of this recording, so I don't want to spoil it for anybody. But... Uh, that has led Odysseus down a dark path, and he's uh, wanting to head over to Avernus, where the Dark Unicorns are uh, currently in. And if he can kill them there, they will remain dead forever. And on his way there, he will continue to meet all sorts of interesting characters throughout his journey. 
And that's what brings me to you, my friend. So, um, excellent. Who are you going to be playing as today? <coughs> I play Elen Eridani, who is a wood elf and Circle of the Moon druid. She also has a tumultuous backstory when she was about 15 years old. She was hanging out in her elf clan village on her favorite stone in the middle of the river, surrounded by these beautiful tall trees of the forest. A storm just popped up out of nowhere and was chaotic and wind blowing everywhere, lightning flashing. And she didn't she got caught in the storm, but then seemingly came out of it unscathed, came back into into the village to visit her family and found that she had this mark on her arm that looked sort of like almost like a crescent moon mm-hmm. that was the color of her skin, but an ashy gray around the the crescent moon. And the village people and her family freaked out thinking that her skin was turning dark like a drow and that she was somehow becoming evil. And so they essentially excommunicated her, sent her away. Um, Some of the townspeople wanted to end her, and her family actually tried to sneak her away and sent her off to be with the druids to help raise her so that way she could still survive and not be attacked or um, just harmed in any way by the fearful people. So she spent many, many years with the Druids, uh, about 220 years with Druids, um, learning their ways and, and their spellcraft, spellcasting and everything, and then was sent off on her own for 35 years. So she's been wandering for 35 years on her own, kind of like her own uh, quest. Wow. And... Yeah, so she's she's a little a little introverted, not hasn't been around people much. She's a little uh, socially awkward at times, um, but she has recently, in the past six seven months, joined up with another party that has be, they've become known as the Elemental Five. They're dealing a lot with um, different elemental planes and trying to close them. There have been a lot of planes that have, or portals that have been opening up around the country um, due to um, planar alignment. Mm -hmm. And so their quest is to close all these portals and stop a uh, a very bad, (laughs) very bad person from being released from a demiplane. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, when you mentioned so very very complicated, <laughs> when when you mentioned drow, I, I I immediately had flashbacks of going through the one of the Drizzda Orden trilogies on Audible. Uh, good stuff. Drizzda Orden is a pretty pretty interesting character for those that don't know. He's um he, he's someone I would recommend looking up after this episode for those that that are that aren't familiar with him. Um, but I, 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 um, that definitely makes me, uh, think of some interesting ideas and possibilities, but I will ask, um, since you're traveling for so long, um, I'm going to let you have dibs for, uh, where you think would be a good spot for your character and Odysseus to meet. Mm. So a couple of things that I thought of could be, um, either at an Athenaeum library where she's doing research. Mm-hmm. Um, she's when she's not traveling and she's in town. She tends to to spend a lot of time at a library. Um, it's a nice, quiet places where usually people don't bother her um, too much. Um, but if a good companion comes along, she's happy to have a good conversation. 
um, or possibly they, the Elemental Five group that she has become a part of, they are building what they call the Elemental Sanctum, which is sort of training grounds for um, for combat, for meditation and and monk training. It's it could be a retreat center. Not so a little bit all inclusive for that type of a setting, um, so maybe mm-hmm. you stumble upon the elemental sanctum, and I can give you a tour, and we can share stories. Um, probably one of those two. It seems a little bit different from the past things of meeting in a village at a tavern or in on the streets. True, true, and I find both very interesting, but I think the uh, option B is the one I'm the most interested in. Okay, okay. So coming to the elemental sanctum. Uh, me? Yes, yes, you. How how have you come to find us here? Oh, well, I just uh, kept going south. Like my, my map is, is, well, not telling me, but showing me. So I just came in this direction and I saw this place and it looked pretty neat. And I also uh, I needed to take a leak. So I decided to go into ah. one of the uh, nearby taverns, do that. And then this place caught my eye again. And I decided, you know what? I'm just gonna, I'm gonna take a look and see here. And wow, it's, it's quite fancy. Well, thank you and welcome. My name is Elen Eridani. I am one of the masters of the Elemental Sanctum here. Welcome. Please, uh, what is your name? Tell me about yourself. What brings you here? Of course, of course, Aelin. Um, my name is Odysseus Claw. I am a dragonborn bard. So if you, uh, if your place here has really good acoustics, then I would be most delighted to be able to sing for you at some point today, but um, as far as what I am doing, I am heading straight for Avernus to destroy the dark unicorns that slayed my clan. Oh my goodness. You were, Your clan was slain by dark unicorns? Yep. They were impaled via the throat, head, larynx, and well, wait, I think the larynx... Is the larynx where the throat is? I, I'm... I want to make sure I'm correct about that. Yes, the the larynx is in in, in that same area. Oh, you're cute when you laugh. <laughs> Thank you. Well, I'm glad you're here. I'm terribly sorry to hear about your clan and about these horrible unicorns. I have come across many horrible beasts in my time, but never a dark unicorn. So I will definitely need to look into that and um, stay away from them. I don't think I want to encounter them. No, 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 definitely don't. Especially if you are talented in music and the theater. Because apparently they don't have good... Well, I would say they have good taste in it, but... It's just... It's just a whole thing. I mean... You know what? I can tell you. I can tell you. Please. Well, the night that it all went wrong... I had sung Stargazer. Ooh. One of the classic, classic dragon operas from volume number six. And I didn't get the high notes high enough. I didn't go as far as Scaly James Dio would go. So I ended up not doing as good of a job as I should have. And I feel like after that moment, the unicorns grew angry and destroyed my clan. Wow, that sounds terrible. But that song sounds so intriguing. I, in all of my travels, one of my favorite things to do is gaze at stars. So I'm, I'm very interested in, in hearing that song. Maybe I could give you a tour of our, um, our, our elemental sanctum. And then at the end, you could regale me with the tale and the song of the stargazer. 
I can, I can. Um, sorry, it's... I, I did get to sing it in front of a group of people, and uh, it kind of helped me get over the trauma a little bit, but I'm still a little weird about it, so hopefully, maybe, um, after you've shown me around, I might feel a bit more comfortable doing it then, and I could obviously tell you more and more about it when we get to that point. Of course. Well, I'm, we have very loving and welcoming people here, so it's a wonderfully supportive place to do that. And our atrium has a wonderful acoustic that I think you will find most intriguing and delightful for your singing purposes. Ooh, that does intrigue me. Well, here, come along with me. I'll show you around. Um, this is the entranceway as where we stand, and you can see the different pillars of the elements here, and you have the the current modern depictions as well as the ancient arcane runes of the elements all coming together and you can see my former uh my my former and current comrades of the elemental five um one of which is a dragonborn one of my closest and dearest friends is a dragonborn so yes it's it's so wonderful to spend time with you she is off away um, for for the sanctum at the moment, but I'm glad to have you here. Oh, I am very glad. I'm glad I get to be here, too. Uh, You're very, very friendly. Um, So, um, what did you... uh, What was the ultimate purpose? What's the ultimate purpose of this place? Are you trying to do stop an evil sort of thing, or protect people, or just make the place look nice? (laughs) Well, a little bit of all, but mostly train young recruits. Partially for military purposes, though we are certainly not a military organization, um, the different members of the Elemental Five have their own backgrounds that they wanted to bring together. We have, as Uh I mentioned, the Dragonborn. She's definitely more um, destiny-focused and militaristic and wants to train young soldiers um, in the way of the Paladin. And then another colleague and friend of mine, yes, yes, another friend and colleague of mine is a monk, and she's quite young, but very, very proficient, and um, has had garnered garnered quite a following of people wanting to study with her, um, learning the ways of meditation and um, the Mm -hmm. ancient arts and martial arts. So we have, you can see as we walk that over on this side, there's a, a training field out to the right where you can see people um, doing practicing sword fighting and other martial arts. And then over here on the other side of the garden, you can see some Tai Chi type exercises, some people sitting around under trees, meditating and really trying to ground themselves with the elements and the earth and the air. And it's just a way to come and center yourself for whatever purpose you seek for your own life. I see. Wow. Is there an area of your thought into this place? Yes, we have lots of different ideas and we decided to incorporate them all. Is there an area of your life that you feel you would love some extra training or even just to get away for a retreat for a week? Well, um, a little bit extra would be uh, probably more, more of an audience for when I need to sing. Maybe, uh, but as far as vacation, I mean, it, it wouldn't hurt to prop up my feet. I've been traveling for so long, and I still have a long way to go, so it, it's a whole whole weird balance that I need to get a whole lot better at. I'm trying to do all of these different things, and this and that, and this and that, and 
not try to slay this other creature and maybe help this other creature and not get sick while eating this food and maybe try not to eat too much of that food because then you'll not have it later and you'll starve and then you have to go and take out a rabbit or a, or a casual or something and just... There's, there's days where I will crave to eat a human sometimes if I make the wrong moves, but oh. only humans that are bad, I should say. Okay, thank you and, for clarifying. Uh, no, 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 you're, you're safe. You're safe. <laughs> thank you. But I, I, I have gotten to those little temper tantrums where if someone really criticizes my music to the point of where they're just calling it straight up horseshit. Oh my. They will probably face a wrath that I'm having trouble controlling sometimes. I definitely understand that. I have lots of moments like that myself. They tend to be more internal in my head rather than coming out, but every once in a while I do enjoy the opportunity to be a part of a battle and just get some of those frustrations out that I hold inside. I tell you what, um, could we maybe sit down on these nearby chairs? Yes, I was actually just about to invite you to come sit. We've got these very lush, comfortable couches and poofs, and I can have someone bring you some tea and fruits and cheeses. I'm not quite sure if that's your type of diet. Um, I could try and find something else that is more suitable, but we can at least start there, and we can... Uh, I would be... I'd be open to that. And also, could you say poofs one more time? (laughs) Sit here with these poofs? (laughs) Yes! (laughs) Yes! Sorry, I, I loved hearing how you said that. Um, oh, well, thank it's, you. It's it's very comfortable. I'm not sure if a, a dragonborn, other than my, my colleague, has ever sat on these poofs before. Um, but maybe we could regale each other with some stories of the road. I've been on the road a lot as well, on and off, from, from this elemental sanctum. And I'm sure we both have wonderful stories to share. Oh, abs- absolutely. So let me... Uh, wow, this is actually wide enough to fit me. So... Oh! Ooh. Oh my. Is there a spell on this chair? Or or, or is it really that comfortable? Ah, you caught me. (laughs) Yes, there is. There is a spell on the chair. It it is quite comfortable. We have um, some fine, very fine craftsmen and women create them, but I like to give it a little extra, something extra special for our guests. Okay, well, um... Uh, at least you're honest. That I can appreciate. I, I had a dealing with somebody not too long ago that uh, was not to be very truthful with me, and next thing I knew, I realized what I was eating ended up being scrotum bread. Oh my goodness, that sounds terrible, actually. <laughs> but um, tell me, how how was it? It uh, It put me in a weird psychological state where it felt like my mind was melding with the mind of my father. And there was some weird creepy things that happened there and I got into a really deep voice which was ultimately his voice. It, It was just a very uncomfortable thing that I had very little to no recollection of and luckily the bartender was willing to be honest with me instead of that I just I could not stand why she would lie to me to my face so many times if I were back there with her I would probably say hey you want some scrotum bread well guess what this is honest well okay thank you for um, expressing yourself that way as you can tell the this room is is quite resonant um, I th- we might want to just 
tone it down just a little bit. Not that I want to squash any of your expressions, but maybe just a little more soothing. And um, Okay. So would you say maybe if you would want scrotum bread, here, at least this is honesty. Is that better? <laughs> that is great. Thank you. But that's, that's unfortunate that your friend lied to you so much. That's... Oh, no. I would not call her my friend. Ah. No, no. Okay. Well, I hope now, these... I tay. I tay. That's a fucking friend right there. And she's got a phoenix. Oh, my gods. I, I would love to fly around on a phoenix, but... I, 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 I can't contact her right now. She's doing a whole lot of busy stuff and enjoying her Kentucky bourbon. So I just... That there, does there's some people I wish I could bring onto in my journey, but I know if they came to Avernus with me right this moment, I would put them in danger too. Uh, I could wild shape into a phoenix, but I'm not sure if I would be able to carry you. Not that I want to inquire into your weight, um, but maybe sometime I could shape into something similar or larger and be able to help fly around with you. A lot of times I shape into you can a... wild shape? I can, yes. Um, one of my favorites actually is a Quetzalcoatlus, a prehistoric dinosaur, and I see that you, you are, <laughs> you are part dinosaur as well. Yes, yes. Could you turn into that for me, please? Um, I, how about I do that once we're done talking? I, you could, you could give me a, a wonderful performance of your song, and then we could go for a little flight around the the grounds afterwards. Yes, yes. Oh, oh my goodness. I'm, I'm sorry. I miss my, my mother's side of the family. I, after the whole dark unicorn escapade, I, I fled and I made it all the way to the dinosaur city, which I will not share its location because it needs to be kept secret. Of course. But I got to spend months and years, I don't even know how long it was, ultimately. It keeps jumbling around, but... I just, I, I I haven't seen dinosaurs in so long, and I just kind of miss them. They're, they're so rare these days, and we're all just one nice little utopia, a dinotopia, if you will, and just, oh, I, I, I miss going on roller coaster rides on the back of a brontosaurus. Oh, that sounds delightful. And Aelen sort of awkwardly pats you on the back, because she has a little mm. bit of, um, She's not terribly touchy-feely, but she wants to comfort you, so she just lightly pats you. Odysseus is is thankful for it. (laughs) So, um, you you were going to share a story about some of your travels. Well, the uh, scrotum bread was one, uh, but, uh, well... I've been I've been on quite a few journeys. I mean, I did get to interact with a warlock not too long ago, oh... That one was a strange one. That was probably one of the few times I have been with a creature and woke up and my clothes were not on me at the time when I oh. woke up. Okay. And that was a very, very weird circumstance. And I was under the warlock's spell and I had to do its commands if I kept my brain in not as great of a focus. But I did also uh, allow that creature to be able to maybe change its mind about how to interact with others because 
She, she, she couldn't make friends with people the way that maybe you and I could, but she would do it via out of, like, turn them into slaves and control their minds and all that. And it's like, that's not a way to make friends, to force them to be oh your goodness. friend. You want them to be willing to come along and come anon and all that good Shakespeare stuff, which I hope my former professor will enjoy me talking about. And I really, really hope that wherever she is right now, she's doing okay and making friends the right way. And also, um, she w she does want me to bring back a skull of one of the dark unicorns, so oh. I'll be seeing her again, so that'll be nice. Hopefully. That's good. It sounds like you helped her out very nicely, and I'm sure, I'm sure she's making friends the right way, or at least attempting to change and and put those into practice. Indeed. This, this is why I'm usually a little weird about forests right now, or especially if I meet someone in a forest and it just doesn't seem like a... Excuse me. I had a big oh, lunch no earlier. Um, oh, gosh. The, uh... The, 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 those times where there's some strange happenings that happen in forests and all other crazy things. But the weirdest one was when I met, um... There was a big emperor-looking motherfucker that just had really, really great stage presence. And one of the coolest voices I've ever heard in my life. Shout out to Guy! And, uh, yeah, it was, uh, that was interesting. I feel like he would probably not want me to share every single detail because he was both awesome and kind of scary. So I'm just, uh, it's one of those things where it's like, it's best to hear it than, than to just have me tell you. You, you just oh, got to course. hear it when it's, when it's around. And by the time this episode is out, it will be out. <laughs> oh, um, of course. It sounds like you've met some wonderful people. And... I understand having some interesting encounters in forests. I, I actually find forests to be one of my favorite places to be. I find them, uh, I find the solitude tranquil and, and very peaceful for me. Um, I have had some interesting encounters there as well. Some things that I can't always explain and sometimes terrifying, but usually mysterious and wonderful. Um, but... I, I have had some interesting stories as well from my travels and meeting all sorts of people, good and bad and, yes. and uh, the like. Um, one of my favorite encounters that I had was um, meeting a sage in Goshenar, which is um, a dwarven nation. And she ended up teaching me how to stone sing and, and reach into the, the elements of the earth and feel the vibrations that not only come from the earth, but that we who walk on the earth put into the ground. And um, it's really helped me in my studies and in my, in my uh, travels to be able to communicate with uh, different and deeper levels. So, so uh, what, how do you stone sing? Well, it's, it's a meditative practice. Um, it's definitely grounding yourself physically and feeling feeling the ground, but then there's also some audiation and and humming that comes along with it, making us some strange sounds with the vibrations of your body as well. Um, I can try and demonstrate for you if you'd like. That would be great. I, I would love to hear this. All right. Um, so I'm just going to sit here. I'm going to scooch off of the poof and actually go onto the floor. 
so I can center myself, (laughs) the poof, and center myself and reach into the earth and become as one with the earth as possible. And then I'll start some low humming that will then vibrate into the earth as well. And then you just do that as long as you can, and you can feel the vibrations and the harmonics building within you and the elements around you. Okay. And then if you do it long enough, you can actually move Earth. Um, I Recently, we were up against a, a very large temple, a Yanti temple, and uh, came across some very, very uh, horrible creatures there that were were celebrating a god that just could not be, and we, through a stone singing, actually, I completely eradicated the temple itself and opened up the earth with an earthquake and fissures and the the temple itself sunk down in and then was covered back up, covered by the earth. Holy shit! <laughs> it was a pretty incredible sight. I was not prepared for it, not even, I didn't even realize I could do that. Um, so... If I were to do uh, stone singing, I basically get into a meditative position and sound like a uh, elongated dying cat, and then just <laughs> let that keep going until I'm able to basically move Earth. Yes, that's essentially it. I, 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 I will try it. I will try it. So. Well, we have plenty. Did you want to try it now, or is this something that you were going to try in the future on your travels? Oh, I'm trying it right now. Oh, excellent. Good. Well, please, here, join me on the ground. Uh, you can go back mm-hmm. to the poof in a moment. I'm going to see how many times I can say poof for you. And poof, then poof. you can... <laughs> so join me here on the ground and just center yourself. Take deep breaths and, and really feel... Reach out and feel the elements that surround you. I need to inhale a bit better for that. Let me do that again. Okay. Oh! I didn't mean to break open this wall. I am so sorry. That's quite all right. That's quite all right. I can I can fix that. That's um quite impressive, actually, that you were able to break a wall this early. I think a window or two broke as well with with that stone singing, but um, it's definitely a a very promising start. (sighs) I really took the wind out of me. I... Let me sit back down. Good, yes. Please, please, sit back on the poof. The poof! Uh, I I am leaning very far back, and it feels very good. I need to 
Yes, it's quite a comfortable poof. Well, this is a very relaxing area to be, and we're happy to have you stay as long as you'd like. I know you're you're you have long travels ahead of you, but um, you're welcome to stay for a couple days if you need um, to relax and and then be on your way whenever you need to get back to it. I know you have very important business and destiny to attend to. I do have destiny, and I feel like if I were to stay here, I I won't want to leave. I understand. I feel that a lot myself. Uh, tell you what, I will. Uh, I will go ahead and sing that song for you, if 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 that's okay. To go ahead and sing it in here. If not, we can do it outside. It's, it's whatever you'd like to do. No, in here would actually be perfect. You'll have a the lovely acoustic that you've noticed just from being in here, and I'm I'm very excited to hear a dragon opera. I've only witnessed. One other dragonborn trying to sing and dance, and this is my friend that I was telling you about earlier. It was not quite pretty, but it was certainly joyful. Um, I'm sure it's much different, though, when you're a truly a trained bard and opera singer. Well, I kind of, I kind of had to self-teach myself because my father had no interest in me ever becoming a bard. He wanted me to be part of his Bahamut army clan and fight and be a soldier and kill and all that kind of stuff. And Ah, yes. It's it's funny that ever since what happened with the Dark Unicorns, I've been in situations where I've had to kill, even though I, I'm not a big fan of it. And I have learned that I am better at combat with the loot than I am the sword. Ah. And ever since then, I have always been of the mindset of despite the fact that a sword can be made of silver you can entice it with flame they can cut down trees and limbs and all other body parts it will just make you want to cringe every single time you think oh gosh that sword just cleaved that creature's titties i am instead just thinking there was no greater weapon than the brain and what it can create, especially with a loot. Yes, I, I too enjoy using the brain as a weapon. And it's it's quite interesting that your own personal destiny and, and the path that you sought for yourself led to the path and destiny that your father saw for yourself and, and vice versa and how they feed each other in this way. Hmm. I wonder if there's a connection there. I wouldn't be surprised. There's lots of wonderful and mysterious things in this world, and I've seen many of them, and I'm sure that's just scratching the surface of what is out there. Oh, gosh. That reminds me. I have a scratch right here. Uh, here we go. I had to take care of that. Oh, of course. Um, but yes, please. Yes, yes. I, I would love to, to hear your song, and um, maybe I can call in some of the other people from around here um, to listen, if you don't mind. Uh, um, um, oh, uh, I, I, uh, sure, if, uh, if, uh, uh, okay with hearing sitting at this hour? Yes, of course. I mean, I don't want to make you uncomfortable, so if you'd rather not, then they can, I will not do that, and you can just <sighs> sing for me here. Otherwise, uh, I can bring in a few of the people just to give you a, a small audience, nothing too large. I mean, I've, I've done, I've done an audience with this before, so I, I, I can, I can do it again. I just, yeah, I, I think I could do it again. It's not often we get musical treats such as this here at the Elemental Sanctum, and I'm sure people would love to hear your stories and your song. Well, uh, yeah, just, just, just bring the bed. Go ahead, go ahead. Okay, excellent. And Aelin gestures for the people who are lingering in the, in the hallways and, and outside to, to come on over. And they all come in and sit down on the floor in the poofs and 
and uh, and await your song. All right. Um, so, hello, everyone. Um, my name is Odysseus Claw, and uh, I- I'm about to sing for you um, uh, a song from one of my tr- one of the dragon operas, and uh, I have sung this in front of a crowd before, and I've also sung it in front of dark unicorns before, and they killed my clan because of how how I might have sung it, and that's not entirely clear. But anywho, um, just to kind of get over my trauma and make myself feel more comfortable with my my decisions to move forward and better myself, I will sing it before you. So uh, here we are from Scaly James Dio, Dragon Opera Volume 6. This is Stargazer, a, uh, a song that is about a wizard whose attempt to fly by constructing a tower to the stars led to the enslavement of vast numbers of people. It's not a very happy song, but it is one that does have pretty good vocals and musical arrangements and such, and uh, yeah, I'll just, I'll, I'll shut up. I'll go ahead and sing. Well, uh, no, no, I need to, I need to start up with my lute. My lute! Okay. And then Odysseus thinks to himself, No, don't sing it like Scaly James Dio. That's what made you fail last time. Well, last time with the dark unicorns. But sing it the way Odysseus Claw would. And then he changes the progression and makes it slow down mm. and just goes High noon, oh, I'd sell my soul for water. Nine years worth of breaking my back. There's no sun in the shadow of the wizard. See how he glides, why he's lighter than air. Oh, I see his face. Where is your star? Is it far? Is it far? Is it far? When do we leave? I believe. Yes. I believe! In the heat and rain! With whips and chains! To see him fly, so many die. We build a tower of stone with our flesh and bone, just to see him fly. 
Don't know why! Chung, 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 chung. Nowhere do we go. audience is silent. Stunned silence. And then you see a tear from somebody's eye. And then the applause just erupts all oh over. Oh my god! I can't believe it! That was such a good rendition! Oh my god! Uh, I thought it would be maybe a bit heavier, but it actually wasn't that bad. Yeah, uh, yeah, I agree. Uh, it was pretty something there. Good record this year, I feel oh, so many emotions. Oh, 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 come here. Let me give you a big hug. Oh, God. It's gonna squish me. Ugh. Oh, I, I didn't mean to squish. I'm so sorry. Well, I, I should actually give you a proper hug when you have uh, turned into, uh, to, uh, what was the name of that creature? Ah, yes. As promised, I will now uh, shape into a Quetzalcoatlus. Quetzalcoatlus. We, we usually the... call them quest. Yeah. Oh, yes, of course, quets. Yes, they're they're about the size of a giraffe, but a flying dinosaur. One of my favorites. And Alrighty then, then. Um, should we probably go outside before you do that? That is probably the best idea. Um, I mean, this this wall is broken from earlier uh, from your stone singing. Uh, but again, I am so sorry. Oh, that's quite all right. That's quite all right. But um, I don't think. I think it'll still be awkward for me to get my wings through. So let's just, let's indeed go outside and, and take off from there. Alrighty then. So Odysseus is walking with you. He's drinking from his canteen. And as soon as we get outside, Elen <sighs> uses, uh, she has two aquamarine rings on her, her hands that she uses piezoelectric effect to channel the energy for all of her spell casting. And so you see her aquamarine rings start to glow more of a darker cerulean. And she she wild shapes into a Quetzalcoatlus and then kneels down a little bit so that way you can get on her back. No, she doesn't have to kneel that much because you're already quite tall, but enough for you to, to get on. And then once you're ready, we'll take off. Are you comfortable oh back there? Uh, yes, yes. Oh my goodness, you are enormous. This is amazing. Oh, Thank you. You have the proper scale functions and everything else. It's just, oh, it feels like I'm back at the city. Oh, good. I'm so glad. Also glad to know my wild shape uh, prowess is up to up to snuff and up to your standards. So hold on tight, and here we go. And she takes a couple ah! of slow steps and runs and then takes off into the air. Oh, wow, look at this. Oh, I, I'm really amazed that the view up here, oh, you're, the whole building looks incredible from here. I actually realize I don't think I can talk <laughs> while in wild shape. You're welcome. Oh my goodness. I, I just, oh wow. How is this possible? There are so many great vistas out here that it reminds me of how much I wish I could be a full-fledged dragon, and I did wish for it, and it just didn't go very well. Oh, but... You know what today has taught me? 
is that I should look into what makes me unique. Not just because I am Odysseus Claw, but what can Odysseus Claw do that others cannot? Scaly James Dio could sing Stargazer the way he could, and I sang it the way I felt I could, and it ended up still bringing about an applause and tears and hopefully maybe some good sensational dreams for the, some of those, those audience members later in the night. And my friend here, if you could hear me while we're frying up here, I just want you to know that I really, really appreciate this, and, uh, yeah, this is a great view. In fact, uh, ooh, that mountain over there, that would be a good drop-off point. I'd love to stay there and rest for the night. And Elen, as the, the Quetzalcoatl kind of bows her head a little bit to give a nod in um, acknowledgement of him and everything that he said and uh, shoots off even faster at a, a greater speed to get you to the mountain and, and really soar to, to give you a good experience up in the air. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. She nods again. Um... I, I wish you could say something, because I think it would be very, very hilarious if you would just, in your Quetzal voice, to just say, This is my favorite part of the story. Well, I'm so glad you are here. It's wonderful to have you. I very much enjoyed getting to know you. And I'm happy to give you a ride. I'll have to be returning back to my the Elemental Sanctum now, but I hope you enjoy the stay and who have seemed to have reached inside and learned a lot. Could you say this is my favorite part of the story? Ah, yes, of course. This is my favorite part of the story. Oh, and one more, one more before you go. And, uh, well, yes. Before doing that, Odysseus does hug your, your back leg. <laughs> or wing. I reach around and hug you with my wings, awkwardly like folding them back to try and reach you back there. One last thing, gentle creature. Yes, of course. Say poof. 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 <laughs> All right, I will. I will let you fly back, and uh, thank you for making my day feel just a little, a lot more. Not even a lot more, just sensationally more magical. It was my pleasure. It was a delight to meet you. Thank you so much for stumbling upon our elemental sanctum. And again, my apologies for the wall. No problem. It'll be fixed up in no time. Good luck on your quest. Thank you, and luck to your your own journey in life. Thank you, good sir. And she turns and bows once more and takes off in flight away from the mountain back towards the haven that is the elemental sanctum. And Odysseus lays down as the sunset is starting to disappear the stars come up and he looks up and he and he says scaly i think you would have thrown me a good clawed devil horn towards my direction tonight 
And the good kind, not the kind that summons actual demons, but the one that just makes you go, Yeah! Slayer! You know, one of those sorts of things. You know, with the pinky and the, the index, that, that whole thing, and the thumb goes over. It's a, it's a very fun thing to do. I've seen humans do it a lot, and I feel like it had to have come from you. So, I'm glad to have done something that was more of what I can do rather than what you could. So, I think I'm going to sleep on top of this mountain in peace. Oh. Poof. And no, I, I said poof not just because it was delightful. I let out a poof. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and perfect. that is that that is the end of the episode. Holy shit. That was <laughs> not only really fun, but it that was good growth for Odysseus. That was very good growth for him, because it, it it it's not happened before where Odysseus has, has sung the same song, except for uh, for anyone who has listened to um, the podcast that talks to you, where Odysseus got to be a guest in that episode, he got to sing um, Octu and Melota, and then he sings it again in an episode that came out sometime after that. Um, he, uh, him singing Stargazer again, because I thought Odysseus, um, at least this was what my brain was trying to think of as rapidly as it all was just starting to come in through my head, just going, okay, he's, he's going to sing it again. How's this going to go? Is he going to sing it better? Is he going to sing it worse? And then as he was about to, when he started strumming, an idea popped in my head. I was like, oh, it was the same idea that Odysseus was having. It's just this wonderful melding of character and, and, and person where it all just feels like, this is this is something that would be better for the show and better for Odysseus at the same time. It's like a melding of truth. Well, and of it's a perfect. Sort. It's and perfect too because it's a rare thing to be able to imitate a previously famous rendition of a song. You really do have to make it your own. So no wonder Odysseus mm. failed to begin with. <laughs> That's a really hard thing to do. So it's great that he made it his own and reached and in. And last time I. And last time I sang it, like it was, it was not easy. It was not easy to do at all. And it, it gave Odysseus got a decent standing ovation, but it was definitely not something he was one hundred percent comfortable with. But mm -hmm. he still felt good. He still felt like he got over something. Uh, whereas with this, like this is, this is going to make him look even more forward to uh, improving himself not only as a singer, but maybe even a stone singer, which. Ah. Please, please tell me you tell me some some of you out there. Which, by the way, thank you so much for listening. Um, let me know if while you were hearing Odysseus talking about stone seeing, or better yet, Aelin, which I'm so glad I got to meet her and have obviously you, Katie, on the show. Thank you so much for being on here. Thank you. Um, I kept I thought to myself, is Odysseus going to turn into a dragonborn equivalent of an avatar and master all four singing elements? I like that. I think he has a new internal quest. As a dragonborn, he he would clearly be a fire firebender. Mm. Uh, mm -hmm. So fire singer in his case, stone singing for earth bending. So now we just have water and air. So we'll see. We will see if that becomes something there because some some stuff in this some stuff that happens in the show is just lining up for. 
already interesting opportunities that have been mentioned in past episodes, and I was like, okay, it's getting closer to that uh, that random direction that I was kind of hoping would happen, and now it's actually going there. It's like, oh my god! So, <laughs> uh, I love it. I love it, and I love the show. I love all of you, and um, for those of you who really enjoyed listening to the show, please let us know what you think of it. Review it on your favorite podcast app. Please do follow it if you haven't already, and do look forward to next week's episode. And uh, for all of you out there who I'm sure you all enjoyed Katie's performance and how she says poof, and if you would like to see more from her, um, where can the listeners of One Shot's d d Character Podcast follow you? Oh, sure. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at KColleenT. So K-C-O-L-L-E-E-N-T. And that's it? Nowhere, nowhere else? Um, I'm also on Discord, uh, Katie Colleen uh, VA and the 6816. Or you can go to my website, which is not totally done yet, but I'm working on it. And it's just uh, my full name, Katie Colleen Hickey. Yes, my last name is Hickey. Middle school was fantastic.com. Oh, no, no, that whole part is not part of the, <laughs> the URL. It's just Katie Colleen Hickey.com. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I will have those uh, links in the, in the description. And, and, Obviously, for those of you who have listened, she is a delight, so please do feel free to follow her. And uh, for those of you who want to keep in touch with myself as well as uh, any updates on the show, please do follow me on Twitter at VoiceThatCooks and on Instagram at TheVoiceThatCooks. And um, yeah, that's basically basically it for the show I'm, I'm i'm really happy with how this turned out this was a and I, I was i've been looking forward to this one with you for a while and it just it was so much fun and, yeah. and very good for both odysseus and aelid so it was super um, fun thank you so much for having me on i had a blast of course of course and up until next time if bahamut doesn't give you song you just sing it anyway and of course maybe try to stone sing if you can do that whole Weird dying cat sound of <laughs> while you're meditating. You're welcome. Yeah, I already like that. I like that more than cats already. The <laughs> Sorry, everyone who's about to go. What did you say? No, that that show traumatized me when I was a kid. I I, <laughs> I, I still feel very uncomfortable watching even clips from the trailer of the movie. I just. I, there was no way in hell I was going to see that movie, but my mom, mom was insistent. Like, you got, we got to go see it. No, no, we are not. <laughs> I would much rather watch a horror movie that involves people's limbs being removed than cats mm. in a big screen theater. No, no, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Can't blame you there for that one. All right, y'all got to learn my fears. I will stop now. <laughs> good night, and have a good day, and look forward to the next episode of One Shot's TV Character Podcast.